Section 1 of 3-Minute Stories. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recorded by Mary Maxwell. 3-Minute Stories by Laura E. Richards. Johnny and his Sandbox. Johnny's Sandbox is in the backyard. It is a fine big box with the sides raised so that Johnny and the sand will not fall out. The sand is fine and dry and almost white. It came from the seashore, and sometimes you find a little shell in it. The things that belong in the sandbox, besides Johnny himself, are the blue tin pail to hold sand, and the red tin pail to hold water, and the shovel, and the rake, and the old kitchen spoon. The things that do not belong there, some of them, are the woolly dog, because the sand gets into all his wool and then shakes out onto the nursery floor and Maggie says it is a sight. And Johnny's shoes and stockings, he likes to take them off and sift the hot clean sand between his bare toes. And the neighbor's cats. This story is about the cats. There are five of them. One is black and has a red leather collar with a little silver bell. It belongs to the deaf old lady next door and its name is Jetty. Another is yellow and belongs to the lame girl in the white house with green blinds. Its name is Topaz. The third cat is gray with white front and paws. This is a lady cat and her name is Malta. She belongs to the lady whom Johnny calls Mrs. Nose. Mama does not allow him to say this and he tries to remember but sometimes he forgets. One day he said right out, good morning Mrs. Nose and she only laughed and said her nose was just the right size and she needed it all to smell catnip with. She's a funny lady and Johnny likes her and Malta too. The fourth cat belongs to Mr. Chops the butcher and is a big tabby with green eyes and fierce whiskers. Johnny doesn't like him at all, but the fifth cat is Muffet, his own dear white kitten. Now all these cats were friends except Bob's the butcher's cat. He lives on meat, and Mama says perhaps that makes him cross. Anyhow, he is cross, and he growls and snarls and spits at Muffet and Jetty and Topaz and Malta, and tries to steal their fish bones and upsets their milk, and really is a very horrid cat. The story happened one night last week. Johnny was asleep, and Maggie was tidying up the nursery before going to bed, when suddenly she heard a queer noise. It came from the yard, and she stepped to the window and looked out. It was a bright moonlight, and what do you think? The cats were having a party in the sandbox. The four friendly cats, that is, Muffet and Topaz and Malta and Jetty. Maggie thought Muffet must have invited the others, for she was sitting in the middle of the box with her front paws tucked under her, looking so pleased and happy. And the three others had their paws tucked in too, and they were all four talking in soft little mews and seemed to be having a very good time. Then all of a sudden there was a snarl and a yowl, and that hard great bob sprang over the fence and into the sandbox, and began clawing and spitting and scratching right and left, just as hard as he could. At first the four friendly cats were too startled to do anything, but in another minute they began to spit and scratch and claw, and there were all five of them rolling over and over, scattering the sand on every side, and making such a noise that it woke Johnny out of his sound sleep. At first he was frightened, but Maggie told him what it was, and said wait and see what she would do. She pushed up the fly screen very softly, and then she brought the great big jug full of water, and leaning out, 
Splash! She emptied it full on the fighting, struggling cats. Oh, how they yelled! One jumped this way, and one jumped that, and the next moment not one was left except poor little Muffet, sitting in the middle of the box and crying pitifully. Oh, poor Muffy, said Johnny. Poor Muffy, all wet. So then good Maggie ran down and brought Muffet up, and dried her with a towel, and comforted her until she purred. Johnny wanted to take her into bed with him, but Maggie said that would never do. So, what do you think? She put her in the doll's cradle with Susan Dolly and covered her up and told her to go to sleep, and she did. End of Johnny and Sandbox.